Thank you for tuning in to the Real Estate Matters Most podcast. On this show, we'll provide information on real estate, including a list of do's and don'ts and any relatable real estate topics, and also any questions that the viewers may have. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. Main Robertson. I'm with the Robertson team at AZ and Associates Real Estate Group. Let me turn down this game just a little bit. And uh, yeah, let's get things popping. Um, popping. I don't even think people use that word anymore. So please forgive me. My my true age is starting to show, but uh, I'm loving it. So hope everybody has been doing really well. Uh, the weather is starting to heat up just a tad bit outside. And uh, with the weather adjusting, we're also starting to see a difference in the real estate market. So again, my name is Jermaine Robertson. I'm with the Robertson team at AZ and Associates Real Estate Group. And this is Jermaine with Real Estate Matters. So we're going to talk about uh, taking the speculation and taking some of the misnomers out of uh, real estate. I think uh, I think one of the most uh, comical things that I get asked uh, quite a bit and it, it, it's almost like a loaded question because when I do get approached with this particular question, it, it this is how it goes. So do you think the real estate market is going to crash? Or do you think the property values are going to go up? Now, now, folks, just real quick, just for the record, that's a loaded question that I nor do uh, any of the other financial gurus in the world can even attempt to predict. And the reason why is because there's so many people that make up what is considered real estate. There's the buyer, there's the seller, there's the lender, there's the loan originator, there's the underwriter, there's the title company, there's the investor, there's Wall Street, there's a, there's so many people that make up it. There's foreign investors, there's local investors, there's outside the state investors, there's owner-occupied, there's rental properties. There's so many things that make up what we consider our real estate market that in all actuality, if any one of those sectors, and, and let's just assume that there's 10 sectors that compose the real estate market. Let's say if any one of those sectors, and, and we'll say they account for 10% of what's going on, if any one of those sectors decide that they want to wake up, come into cahoots to just totally screw us all up, guess what? I couldn't predict that. And if they could have, they would have predicted the one in 1980. They would have predicted the one in 1990s. And then they would have predicted the big one of 2000 something. So I think that is, um, it's, a, it's a very loaded question. It's not one that I typically will answer because it's like, well, what do you want to hear? Do you want to hear that it's going to crash? Obviously, if you're a um, if you're a buyer, you're waiting to hear somebody say, "Yeah, the market's getting ready to crash," and you're probably going to pick up that same home you've been looking at for three hundred thousand. You'll probably get it for about buck and a quarter. Just hold out. <laughs> but if you're the seller, if I ever said the market uh, was getting ready to go up, then you would hold on to your home for dear life, like it's a life raft. It's not a fair question, and it's not one most can answer. It, now, 
Now, on the flip side, we have indicators that allow us to look and see what the market's doing. I can tell you if it's improved. I can tell you if right now today, if you say, I need to do something today, where do I stand? Then I can probably get about 90% accurate and tell you this is where you stand and maybe even project you a little bit forward if you say, hey, I'm three to six months out give you an indicator about exactly what might happen. But the the question being, is the market going to crash soon? Or do you think the home values will go up soon? Um, Sure, depending on what side of the fence you want, absolutely. But don't ask me to expound on that because I'm not sure that I actually am qualified to do that. As a matter of fact, I don't think anybody's qualified to do that. Matter of fact, they didn't even catch the real estate debacle until it actually had folded. And then one of the oldest uh, trading companies in the world, which was Lehman Brothers, ended up going bankrupt and closing their doors after 150 years. So if Lehman Brothers couldn't figure it out or Goldman Sachs couldn't figure it out, I I, I don't think the guy who who does a studio in his uh in his home office is going to be able to tell you what the market's going to do. And if you're not real estate related, I definitely don't think you'll be able to. But it's okay to speculate. I just wouldn't do it with the most important purchase of our life. Now, some of the other speculations that's coming up is, and these, these questions, I mean, I love them, but some of them I can't feel. Some of them I'm just looking like, what do you want to hear? <laughs> because ultimately, at the end of the day, that's what you're asking it for because you want to hear what you want to hear. So here's the other one. We're seeing a lot of buildings. We're seeing a lot of stuff going on. Uh, A lot of my clients, we're talking right now, especially a lot of my my buyers are now starting to turn into sellers because they're seeing some strong growth in their real estate property. And most people haven't seen 20,000, 30,000, 40,000. Matter of fact, some of them struggle to even get in their first home. Like literally they you know, they put together whatever they could to come up with the down payment. And now they're seeing the return on that. And uh, as happy as I am for them, um, they're ready to do something or start exploring other options. So some of the questions that might come up right now as well, especially in the Levine or the the South Phoenix area with the development of the freeway, um, on top of the freeway with the development of some some different uh, uh, centers and um, I know they're building like a, a bunch of urgent cares around here. Um, and then they're also building, um, they're widening Broadway Road, which is going to be at some point turned into Martin Luther King Boulevard. And with that, you know, obviously when you start seeing growth like that, where the city is planning stuff and they're making, um, they're making, uh, they're, they're making things better. Uh, I, I think, yeah, you're going to attract people, but I, I I can't tell whether or not that's ever been proven if that's something that happens immediately or it's something that happens gradually over time. Because guess what? There's people in Scottsdale that are not, they don't have their hand on the pulse of what's going on in South Phoenix. They're not looking at us saying, hey, uh, you know, I act like I'm from um, Scottsdale and we're at the, <laughs> we're, we're at the country club. Hey, uh, Jim. Yeah, what do you think they're doing in South Phoenix? They're not doing that. They don't care what we're doing in South Phoenix because people that make money, they keep making money. And then when the market does something, then they decide where they want to move in that market. So there's nobody just sitting back saying, I wonder with. And those are still the people that are speculating on whether or not uh, will will Broadway Road help us? Um, 
What do you think is going to happen when that freeway comes in? Um, do you think they're going to flood the river bottom with water and turn this into lakefront property? Um, I don't know. What, what do you think is going to happen when the movie theater comes up? As many times as me and my wife have been out looking at homes, I got to tell you, our search has always started. Now, unless the area is just trashed and, you know, our, our search has always been about looking at what the home had to offer. And then we expand outside of that and say, is this a good place for our kids? Is there schools around? Um, is there parks I think they identified the the three most important things that people were looking for on the outside of their home was schools, churches, and shopping centers. And I'll give you a fourth one, which I think was freeways or access to freeway systems. I think those are the top things that people want. But how soon will that affect property values? I mean, I guess I could go back and look at when different freeways were built and what the homes did in those particular areas. But the fact of the matter is, Nobody knows. Does it help sell? Yeah. But how soon? See, with our market, the way it shifts, there's no predicting what's going to happen. Because remember, once again, there's so many components that make up real estate in general. How can you decide what's going to do what? Now, I would be looking at things like, well, how's our population growing? And then what's the month, what's the average month or what's the average number of homes that are on the market for sale right now versus the average number of homes that are being sold each month? I think that gives you a better indicator versus, hey, uh, Jermaine, uh, you know, I think that freeway coming in, that's going to be some smoke and stuff right there. And I'm just like, yeah, I get for me, it's good because I'm here and I live here and um I'm going to jump on it to drop my kids off at school. But if you're if you're trying to base what your next move is based off of what is going to be the projected um, outcome in the area, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't play it that close to the vest. I wouldn't be that serious about it. I would take into consideration more so over the freeway and how it's going to do something, or if the school goes up, what's it going to do? Or if they build a shopping center, or if they build a, a grocery store, if they build, um, I don't care if they build Mall of America. Before I would start ever speculating about things that the city is going to build, which by the way, the city happens to have 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 year visions that aren't necessarily going to pay dividends day one, I would more so look at how does this fit for my family? Um, you know, does it have what I need right now? Is the How's the price? How's the area? How's the homes? If you can actually get what you need inside of the location that you're picking to move in, and you can get that based on what you need now, then it's it, I think it's better I think it's better that you make your decision that way versus trying to speculate like like Bloomberg like it's 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 just not going to work in your favor and the same thing if you're getting ready to sell your home you know I always tell my clients when they say hey uh you know with that freeway getting ready to come in there I think my property values are going to go up well if you're selling because of finances then we need to relook at why and what we're doing and still look at what your property value is worth now and then say is this enough for me now versus oh well I held out for the extra 10 because the people who try to hold out for the extra 10 20 they end up taking 10 or 20 thousand less 
versus the person that looks at the numbers and says, hey, can you just get me the numbers on my home? I, I kind of need to see where I'm at. I'm thinking about making a move. And versus speculating about what you think might happen as adverse to, uh, uh, in, in opposed to what you need to have, I think you serve your purpose tenfold and you put yourself in a way better position to potentially win at whatever you're doing. So I guess what I'm saying Let's remove the speculation out of what we should do, what we can do, because we don't know. We know what people want in an area, but we don't know what it does to the property value when it's built. Again, the city of Phoenix, Maricopa County, Pinal County, these people make plans for 10, 15, 20 years out. They're visionaries. They're not sitting there thinking about what is this going to do tomorrow or the next day because they're not micromanaging. They're not micromanaging the situation. They're looking on a way different scale versus us. Our plans are six months to one year. And we're saying, hey, I bet you once that freeway, they, you know, they cut the ribbon on it. Because you know it, it it it'll connect you right to Ahwatukee. It'll take you up to Pecos, and then you know you'll access to Chandler and all these other places. Like, yeah, but how, how much is the difference going to be now? And then when they open up the freeway, that would really cause you to throw your plans off a of track. And a lot of that is a lot of that is is really kind of greed because when you're trying to forecast something that hasn't happened. I think it's the it's the old adage of the bird in the hand beats two in the bush. I think you end up trying to chase what's not there and you end up losing what you already have. So I think the most important thing is so we can remove some of these uh some of these uh uh these 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 thoughts or these ideas about what could be and trying to decide based on future. What do you need now? You know, because I tell my clients is Listen, if you don't need to move, then why move? You know, when you bought the house, you didn't buy it for an investment unless that was your, you know, if that was your thought going into it. I've traded stocks and I know that in trading stocks, you have to know ahead of time when you go into it, is this is this stock that I'm holding on for the long term or is this something that is a quick hit and miss, a quick hit and run? Because if it's a quick hit and run, then you know you're going to be in and out of it within a couple days. If it's long term, then you set your call button. You say, when it hits this price, then I'll sell. Same thing with real estate. When you get into it and you're saying, man, I just need to find a home that I love. And you find that home and then you start making your decision on whether or not you should move predicated on how much money or value it's gained. You're not selling for the right reasons. And that will bite you in the butt. I've seen it happen too many times where the client was like, you know, their eyes got green and they were like, more money, more money, more money, more money. And it's like, no, no, that's 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 not that's not how it works. That's that's not how it works. We have a client right now, they bought a property, they bought it as an investment, and uh they were running into some errors. We we bought the land. Matter of fact, we even procured the piece of property next to it. I mean, like we seriously we went in there like corporate, like corporate uh what are those people called? Corporate corporate raiders. Like we went in there like, yo, we want this land. And we were persistent about it. So we ended up getting it. And my client ran into some issues through zoning. And they needed uh, like a bigger pipe or something ran for the water line for, for the size project that they were going to do. 
And I had been approached by investors and people that were looking in the area. And I went to crunching the numbers, gave them a bus. I was like, yo, I was like, if you're like stuck, like we can go and, and get you, we can bail you out. I think you're going to do about, you know, you know, 150 to maybe $200,000 profit. It's a business decision for him. It's not personal. And as a as a as a person who's living in their home and who's occupying it, you need to make sure that you're making the best decision for your family because once you start trying to make financial decisions, I think that it ends up putting you in a predicament where you can't win. You can't win, you can't get out of it. You're you're totally indisposed to this secondhand thought that wasn't even primary. And now here we are, we're trying to predict. We're trying to forecast the future and freeways and roads and, hey, they're building a new community next door. Do you think that's going to help, Mike? Do you really want to move is my question. Do you really need to move? Because here, here it is. Any agent that's worth their that, that's worth their weight in this business, they don't need you to have to move for them to have a good, successful business. I don't need for my client to have to move for me to have a successful business. What I need is for my client to have a need that I can meet, and then we can have a meeting of the minds, and we can come together, and we can work it out, and then we can get them what they need. But when you start speculating, I really, I just kind of, that kind of turns me off. I start turning ahead like, dude, dude, I mean, what is this? What are you, a financier now? What, what's going on? So when you start to try to forecast and you start trying to put all these different things and and start to put all these different scenarios in place, you hurt yourself. You hurt yourself and you put yourself at a position where you are now a bird in the hand beats two in the bush and you end up letting the one in the hand go, holding on to the, the, or trying to chase after two in the bush and they all end up flying away and you have nothing at the end of the day. So, you know, if the one thing that I can kind of get out to you, especially buyer or seller, this goes for both of you guys. Because if you're a buyer, especially if you're a buyer and you're renting, you 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 really have no choice. You, you're unless you're renting because you're trying to save up for a down payment or you're trying to save up so that you can ultimately come up with 100 percent of the money to just pay the house. Like, like, dude, I got a 10 year plan to have 200. $250,000 because when I buy my first home, it's going to be all cash. Kudos. Like I need to get a clapping on this thing so that I can actually get some background noise, but kudos. That's, that's, you got a plan, but for the person who needs to buy it, they don't have a plan and they're renting and they're just paying and paying and paying. You really have no choice. You need to make a move period. And you have no business trying to forecast anything other than how quick am I going to get out of this rental and how much money am I going to start saving? Like That's the only thing you need to forecast. How much money am I going to keep in my pocket? That's it. Period. Point blank. But if you're looking to buy, just figure out what you need. Like What's important to you? Be close to school, be close to work, be close to family, um, the location, the area, because, see, I'm a firm believer. If you make the move in the right direction, I believe that God will actually fulfill or bring the rest of it into play. But when you start trying to do all this other stuff and trying to make it be something that it isn't, I've seen it happen too many times. The buyer got bit and they didn't get what they wanted. And not only did they not get what they wanted, but they were sitting there looking like, 
why me? And I'm like, it's no pressure over here. None. We don't do pressure. We do what you ask. If you say, I want this and I want that, like, good. That's, you know, I turn the Terminator and go after what you want. So it's all good. The same thing goes for sellers. You know, if you're a seller and you're needing to move, there's a reason. There's a there's there's something that you're trying to accomplish. Then I think you need to. Before you start focusing on, oh, man, what what's the what's this area going to do? I think it would be wiser to actually focus on why am I moving? What am I trying to accomplish? What do I need out of this? And when I say need, I'm not talking about a financial need. I'm not talking about well, wh- what do I need to what do I need to get out of this monetary wise? Unless you're looking and saying um, this was an investment in the beginning. But no, um, you know I need to move because my family got bigger, and the house that we bought, you know. You know, I'm meeting with clients Friday and, and we're going to get their home listed. And they they said, you know, they said, you know, our family's grown. I said, well, how long have you been in your home? They said, well, we've been there 10 years. So, okay, cool. And I said, well, how old are your kids? And they were like two, like two, I think it was like two, seven and 12. I was like, oh, okay. So the only one that you had at the time was the 12 year old. They were like, yeah, I was like, okay, so, well, this makes sense. You know, this makes sense. This isn't a financial deal. And it just so happens they bought 10 years ago. So they're going to make a oodles of money. They're going to make a bunch of they're going to make a bunch of money. And my only advice to them was put a majority down on your home and keep your mortgage payment low. That would be my only advice for them. And then outside that, you did good. Make the best move you need because you've paid the price to get your family position where they need to be in. You have the equity to pay off debt. You have the equity to put a huge down payment down on your next home. You made the right decision. Good job. Kudos. That's, you know, you get an A plus for that. But the seller who is on the fence and doesn't have too many reasons other than they want to now become some type of real estate forecaster and say, I wonder what the market would look like if I sold. How much money could I get? How much could I do? And that's speculation. It hasn't worked for anybody. There's not been one person that has speculated a real estate crash. Not before it happened, because if they did, it would never have crashed. Now, there's people out there that said that they sounded off alarms. But the fact of the matter is, if you really had an idea about what was going to go on, it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have. So take the speculation out of what your decisions And just really go with the fact that, one, God will provide the rest of the way. So once you take action, then God moves into action. But at the end of the day, line up what your reasons are. Line up what your intentions are. Let that be your reason. And then really just call me in there to say, hey, where do we stand? And I guarantee that what I tell you nine times out of ten will line up with your reasons. It it never fails. It never fails. I sat down at the table with people who were like, yeah, how much money are you going to make? I'm like, we're not there yet, dog. 
Then I sat down with people and said, hey, we need to do this, 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 and that. And I'm so happy to say, you guys are going to do great on the sale. You do, you, here's, you know, I, I'll highlight it in, in, in a green marker and say, this is what you're going to make. Good job. They were like, man, I'm excited. Yes. Because their reasons for moving to the next phase of the transaction was legitimate. I have another lady that I'm working with, super nice. She just wants to get back with her daughter in um, Washington State, Oregon. She just wants to get back with her family. Wasn't even expecting the numbers that we were talking about. And we exceeded that. Because there was no expectations of finances. The only expectation was on deliverance of what they needed to accomplish, what they were trying to do, what they called us in for. Okay? So hopefully you took something from this. I'd love to hear your comments. No more speculation because the next person that asked me, what do you think the market's going to do? I'm like, I, I think it's going to, well, it depends. What are you, are you trying to buy? I think the market is going to be good. And that's what I tell people right now. I said, market's going to be good. Market is great. Interest rates are great. You can buy a home and watch another uh, rate increase in property values like overnight. Market is doing good. If you're a seller, you think this freeway is going to help me? I can't necessarily tell you whether or not it's going to help you or not. But what I can tell you is if there's a goal that you're trying to meet, I'd much rather talk about what you're trying to do and then get you to that versus trying to sit there and speculate with you. The weatherman can't tell you if it's going to rain. The people down in Wall Street can't tell you whether or not uh, the Dow is going to go up or down. Nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow. So all you can really plan on is what you need today and make your decisions off of that and let God meet you the rest of the way. All right. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I look for, I should have a lot of questions on this because, you know, I'm passionate about what I do. I love what I do. And if we could get more people who were winning, I think we'd be in a better position. We would eliminate the hating or we would be able to identify the haters more, more, more often than not. But now they're all just kind of intermingled and blended in. But real estate is the start of your launching pad. Um, with the way the market's been going, it's been feel, it's felt so good to reach out to our clients and just say, hey, um, man, it's it's a great time right now in the market to buy real estate. I mean, literally, it, and it's a great time to sell. It's a great time. It's a great time. That's all I keep saying. It's a great time. And, and, and it doesn't even matter to me whether or not they want to do something or not. I'm just, hey, it's a great time. You know, hey, I'm just putting it out there. And a lot of them are very receptive to it because when they bought with me, they were not disappointed by the results. If anything, they're saying, it's that quick? We, we're already winning that quick. Wow. Wow. I love it. Man, this is so exciting. Yeah. What's next? And then we take so much of the worry out of the process that it's just go back to doing what you do and we'll handle everything else. Just tell us what you want to do. What do you want to do? You want to buy? Good. We'll take care of it. You want to sell? Great. We'll take care of it. Just go back to taking care of your family. Go back to working your career. Go back to doing what you enjoy most. Go back to just hanging out, chilling, enjoying life. Let us do what we love to do. And that's pretty much that. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in. My name is Jermaine Robertson. I'm with the Robertson team at AZN Associates Real Estate Group. 
This is Real Estate Matters. You can check this out on all of your podcasts, all your favorite podcast stations. Check us out. Look at some of our previous uh, our previous episode. This is season one. And uh, like I said, Real Estate Matters, Jermaine with the Robertson team at AZ and Associates. God bless. Take care. Thank you for tuning in. You guys stay blessed. Have a wonderful day and stay super hydrated. We out.